1: Now for our story. Bill Meade had gone to the Lane Farmhouse this evening anticipating a happy celebration. A celebration of good news that now there was no obstacle to the marriage he and Peggy Douglas had been forced to postpone so many times. Peggy was in the kitchen getting dinner when Bill arrived and Lefty Larkin had detained the young man in the other room. While they were talking, Aunt Mary had come in from town with David Bowman. Bill and David had been left alone for a short while. It was then, reluctantly that David had given Bill the bad news which had resulted from a meeting of the board of directors at the bank that same day. When Lefty returned from an errand a few minutes later, the three men had agreed not to tell Peggy what had happened until later. They wanted to give the young girl at least a few more hours of happiness. But now it is after dinner. Bill has persuaded his fiancée to bundle up in a warm coat and to go for a little walk with him as they come out into the chilly night air.
0: Well, this is a good idea, Bill. Shall we walk over and say hello to Jane Palmer oh, that's you... not,
2: darling. I want to have you all to myself, at least for a little while.
0: I'm sorry, I'm most flattered. So do you think we'll ever grow tired of each
2: other? What a question.
0: Well, people do sometimes. They'd sit night after night, one well, each side of the fireplace, you know, and well, they just get bored with each other. I hope that won't happen to us after we're married.
2: Darling, I should say that is the very least of our worries.
0: I do hope we won't. It's not that I'm being cold-blooded, but well, if we're going to be married soon, we might as well consider all the possibilities.
2: Yeah. Peggy. Yes, darling? Peggy, we may not be able to get married after all. What? Oh, I suppose I ought to have built it up, tried to break it to you easy, but... I'm not up to that sort of thing anymore. I guess I've taken about all I can take.
0: Bill, whatever are you talking about?
2: Listen, sweetheart. David told me this before dinner, but I didn't want to spoil your entire evening, so I saved it till now.
0: David told you what, Bill?
2: About the board of directors. At the bank? Yeah. They refused to change their minds about me. Even though Carla told the sheriff I had nothing to do with her quarrel with Marion. The board of directors say I'm guilty in spirit, if not in fact...
0: Guilty in... I'd like to know what they mean by that.
2: Well, they didn't express it in quite that way, but that was the gist of it. In other words, they insist it's my fault that the discarriage quarreled. That Mario was justified in a way because they think I'd been trying to break up his home. And I guess they think I succeeded. Oh,
0: Bill. Oh, Bill.
2: I know, sweetheart. You feel the same way I do, I guess. It's just too much. Oh, and there's something else, too.
0: No, what? It seems as if we just barely get our hopes up and then bang, something new happens.
2: Yeah, I know it does. And I'm getting sick and tired of it. Anyway, Mario wrote a letter to Angus McKillop to give Carla.
0: He did? But, well, then maybe it'll be all right after all. If Mario knows Carla's all right, well, he must if he wrote to her. Don't you see, darling?
2: Yeah. But the fact that Carla's going to get well doesn't change anything for Mario. It doesn't. No. And Mario has no intention of returning to Wakefield.
0: Never? You mean he's left Carla for good?
2: Evidently. Because he's deeded the farm and the house, in fact, everything he owns, over to his sister. In other words, he's left Carla without a penny to her name.
0: I don't understand, Bill. Why? It doesn't make sense.
2: It makes one kind of sense. That is, from Mario's standpoint. The main point is, Mario evidently hasn't regretted what he's done. He still thinks Carl and I were carrying on behind his back. That crazy dope still believes the gossip about his wife and me. This was his way of telling her off for good. By leaving her and at the same time taking away the only security she has. Giving away everything he owns.
0: But Mario's given away his farm and everything. He must intend to never come back here at all.
2: Exactly. And I'm left holding the sack. But I'll tell you something, Peggy. I don't intend to sit back and take it. Not this time. You and I have been shoved around for the last time. I don't know. Maybe it's been my fault. Maybe I should have fought back.
0: Oh, Bill, it's but... not your fault. You've done everything you could. I don't know.
2: First, I let Kit put us up. Oh, but... Yes, that was on my own head, Peggy, for being such a first-class sap where girls like Kip were concerned. And now, after we finally got our own lives straightened out, now that we know how we stand with each other, something like this happens. But this time, it's going to be different. I'm not going to stand by and have our life together ruined. No. No, this time, I'm fighting back.
0: Oh, I know, darling. I don't blame you for feeling that way, but what can you do, Bill?
2: I can go looking for Mario. I can find that guy and bring him back here where he belongs. And when I once get hold of him, I'll make him come to his senses if I have to ram the truth down his throat.
0: But you don't even know where he is.
2: He's probably gone to Chicago. That's where his letter was from. I'm going up there. And I'll find him, Peggy. If I have to do it, by walking up every street in the city and knocking on every door.
0: But it's such a hopeless thing to try, Bill. Chicago's so big.
2: Never mind about that. I'll find him.
0: But even if you did, you can't force him to come back here and put things right.
2: Mm, Don't you worry about that once I get my hands on him. Don't you see, Peggy, it's the only chance we have. Our whole future is at stake.
0: I know that. Oh, Bill, we've got to find Mario. I I just won't lose you again. Not now, when everything, our marriage and everything.
2: Yeah, that's what makes me sore. And this time, nothing is going to spoil our happiness. Absolutely nothing. I'll find Mario, and I'll bring him back here if it's the last thing I do.
0: Bill, I've never seen you like this before.
2: Well, maybe if I'd gotten good and mad sooner, we could have avoided a lot of grief, sweetheart. I guess people thought I was the kind of guy you can push around and get by with it. So they did push me around. And they did get by with it. Well, somebody's going to get an awfully big surprise from here in.
0: Yes, Bill, I believe they will. Darling, I'm proud of you. Well,
2: not yet, sweetheart. Wait till I prove I'm worth it.
0: You don't need to prove it to me. Thank you. Bill. Yes, Aunt Mary? back in and have before you well, Right away, Aunt Mary. We'll be right in. I guess we might as well, Bill.
2: Okay. Peggy, you don't think much of this idea of mine.
0: Yes, I do, Bill. I just told you. I have a lot of faith in you.
2: Oh, sure, but... But you think the idea of looking for Mary on the city is pretty hopeless, don't you?
0: Well...
2: Don't answer that, sweetheart. Come on, let's go back in. A cup of hot coffee would go pretty good right now.
3: Well, I hope you didn't mind my calling you. I don't like to be a fuss-budget, but it's so dreadfully cold out tonight. I thought a cup of
2: something hot would do you good. Well, it sounds like a swell idea, Aunt Mary.
0: Oh, that my nose is all red. I know my hair's a mess. If you don't mind, I'll upstairs and straighten up
3: first. All right, dear. We'll wait for you.
0: No, don't. You go right ahead. It'll only take me a minute anyhow.
3: Did you tell her, Bill? Yeah. And, uh...
2: She took it pretty well, Aunt Mary. I mean, considering how many disappointments we've had.
3: David was miserable about it. He hated to tell you, Bill.
2: Why? Gosh, Aunt Mary, I don't blame him. I know you don't. But there is one guy I do blame, Aunt Mary. And what's more, I'm going to do something about him.
3: What do you mean, Bill?
2: That darn fool, Mario.
3: Well, Bill, Mario is a hot-tempered young man, and I suppose he thinks he's completely justified in what he's done, but, but he must be made to realize
2: the truth. He's responsible for yeah. it. Yeah. But the first thing is to find him. And I'm going to, Aunt Mary. I'm going to find Mario and bring him back here. I see. Peggy thinks it's a wild idea looking for Mario in a big place like Chicago. She thinks he'd be impossible to trace.
3: I don't think it's a wild idea, Bill.
2: Don't you? Far from
3: it. As a matter of fact, I've been thinking the same thing.
2: Oh, say that swell, Aunt Mary. If you think I have a chance... I
3: certainly do. And Bill. Yes, Aunt Mary? I was wondering, do you think you could wait two or three days before you leave?
2: Well, sure, I guess so. Why?
3: Because, Bill, I want to go along.
1: What did Aunt Mary have in mind, Bill wondered. Had she worked out some plan, some means by which they might be able to locate Mario Descari? He hoped so. But what neither Aunt Mary nor Bill realized was that even if they were able to find Mario now, there was a new reason why Carla's husband might refuse to return to Wakefield. A reason by the name of Anna Bartok.